welcome back to another podcast episode of bees knees if you're hearing this i want to know you that you're well appreciate for joining us again today and today i'm joined by a very lovely person and a good friend of mine um i'll allow her to introduce herself so choma please introduce yourself to us hello everybody my name is choma okafo i'm still a student <laughs> i'm an older student i'm doing my masters presently yeah i have uh, two beautiful daughters and benis has been my yeah hearty friend if i must say she's just so sweet she is now my family i really thank god each day for her life and for allowing me to meet such a human being wow she is <laughs> awesome <laughs> Well, thank you so so much. That was so lovely, and I am very very blessed to have you in my life as well, as a part of my family. And just um, yeah, every day has been a lovely day ever since yeah. I met you. All right. Um, I think I asked you beforehand if you'd like to know the topic, and she chose you guys. She chose to not know the topic beforehand, so everything she's saying is genuinely from um. her mind that's from her heart. Uh so yeah, so today's topic is um perfectionism or rather let me rephrase it in a way that a lot of people can relate to. You know we as human beings we like to make sure everything is perfect or everything is working yeah. perfectly for us or we always want to have control on what we want to do in our lives. Exactly. So today I, I just want us to talk about the whole um idea of making things perfect and um mm. what would that entail to you like just off the back of your head or right now or just talking about it how would you relate to it or how would you describe it or what do you want to talk um on the topic about yeah yes uh, funny enough i grew up as a young girl in my early years in life thinking that uh, perfection is was what everybody was pursuing you know wow. but it picked on me it cost me a lot of problem anyway problems and but over the years years can really teach you i started uh, picking my fights better if i call it fights because now that i'm older i realize that per- perfectionism is it's a myth is it's um it's unattainable in mm. my mind i might be wrong now perfectionism it's 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 not a good thing to me it's really not good for me when i hear perfection mm-hmm. what my mind tells me is oh we all are striving towards that but nobody has gotten it nobody that's why i see everybody as imperfect being including me wow. and trying to achieve that perfection in a way of not stressing out ourselves because if you put more emphasis on perfectionism in the positive aspect of it you notice that you are stressed out you can never be perfect wow. and um, when you put it into like raising children choosing who to marry going to school then you will be exhausted you will exhaust yourself before the the main thing will exhaust you you will first exhaust your brain because mm-hmm. it starts with your head it starts with your head your mindset that's why each time i talk to my sister mm-hmm. i i tell her oh mentality is everything the mentality the mindset you bring into something will determine the level the extent you go and most importantly we determine the grace mm-hmm. in which you walk through that very thing succeeding or not succeeding because perfectionism makes somebody to condemn him or herself when they face failure which is part of life failure mm-hmm. is there to t- teach us something or to push us to another direction that is even better but perfectionism is in general against it i hope i'm understood you know wow well, like, I, i very much understood that and Oh, there's a lot we can pack out from that. Like you, <laughs> I think you already went into a I have so many questions from there. There are so many discussions we can go from there. 
Um, let's first start with the fact that um, I think you started off by saying that um, in your younger days, perfection was what you thought um, everyone was gaining to or running to. Do you think that from back then, although your, you yourself, your mindset has changed, do you feel like um, if you were young, um, in this day and age, do you think is this is of the same level that everyone is trying to reach for perfection? Is it of the same level? Has it changed? Is it more now due to certain things? How would you relate that 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 feeling of everyone racing for perfection in the same way as um, right now in this day and age? Yes, in this uh, day and age, though my my thinking or mentality is changed mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean our society changed totally mm-hmm. our society still puts that pressure of perfection in everything mm-hmm. we do like we go to school they see that every day they actually value the people that comes out with a's in all the everybody respects them oh yeah you know in our society, perfections, the people that score the highest mark, if you enter into a competition, the people that... It is not necessarily that those people are perfect in that field. God mm-hmm. gave them the grace to excel, especially in that if they come to cooking competition or any other or something like running, physical fitness or even handwork, mm-hmm. you see that they will be in the bottom. It disqualifies them immediately, meaning that our society still strives for perfection. The only thing that will get us through is the mentality in which we'll walk through the, the, the society, into through our job, education, and all that. And mm-hmm. again, if we don't really have this mindset, then we will jump out of ourselves, just like I explained in the beginning, by first stressing ourselves out now it will be the society stressing you out because they place a tag on oh you have to marry at this age oh you have to score this to oh you have to do this oh you have to must marry and immediately after you marry you have to give birth in the first second year third if not you are not a good person or you 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 lack some kind of you know there's this stigma around perfection it brings stigma, especially from the society. Yes, yeah. I, w- I would definitely agree with that. And I even think, um, I, I wouldn't even say that it is, just like you said, it is not more or less than back then. It just takes a different form. I think it's back true. then, when you're in your community, when everybody knows you, you get pressure directly from um, your community or your direct society but now due to um social media now it's more of a global thing when you go to instagram this person is getting married oh this person has this job this person has and it's still the same level of um stigma like you said and Mm -hmm. strive for perfection it's still at the same level just it takes a different form and it still affects um us on this like it still affects us in the same manner in which mm-hmm. where you start pressurizing yourself you start feeling less than um yeah. you start feeling incomplete or or just in some way you feel like you're lacking or you're for some people they may they maybe even feel like they're a failure because they're not able to reach a certain thing and yeah, another exactly. thing that i picked out of what you said was when you said um in school is the people that have A's and are getting fantastic scores that are appreciated or rather praised. But at the same time, those same people, if they were to maybe go into music or cooking, they wouldn't have or they won't have the same level of wins as they do in academic um, exactly. academics. And I think that is also um a thing that I don't know how to put it. Um I think it's also a way of society being biased in what they put as good. Like, exactly. why, is that, is that, like why is it that somebody that is smart and somebody that is good at cooking, why yeah. is it that they are not of the same praise level 
I don't know, or acceptance level. So that also shows the imperfection of society's strive for perfection. Exactly. Yeah. And and I love the fact that you said everything boils down to your mentality and everything boils down to how you perceive um, that word perfection or rather what is your perfection because I feel like everybody has a different level of mm-hmm. perfection somebody yeah. wants somebody wants to be a billionaire to them getting money is perfection another person is being married and having kids to them that one is their perfection and exactly. we forget as human beings that we are all imperfect people and sometimes where you want your life to go is not where your life will go mm-hmm. and it's not that that changes who you are as a person in that um i don't I, I feel like the world would be perfectly imperfect. Exactly. Yeah, that is actually what rhymes with it. Like, despite it sounds like a cliche, it's mm-hmm. really what it is. Perfectly, we are perfectly imperfect. If you see somebody doing well in the in the news, in journalism, see, it's perfectly mm-hmm. imperfect there. Because if you come closer, you will know that this person is not all round perfection. Mm-hmm. In that field, even she might even still be wanting, because if you go into their mind, they are still striving for more. Yeah. Just like getting money, there is no level they are content. They want more, more. A billionaire wants more. Zuckerberg wants more. Who again? Bill Gates. They want more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, even if they don't want more, they always have to keep up because yes, like money is always changing. Yes. Yeah, because Money maintaining that wealth is a form of seeking perfection. You have to yeah. maintain. Perfection is also striving to maintain. And mm-hmm. coming down to a lower level of it, you see that when a person is um, dominantly into this perfectionism state of mind, mm-hmm. the person grows up and never settled it or resolved that issue part of the person, it might lead to a disorder. You see that this person, without recognizing it, will marry, produce an offspring, and impacting that kid or a child or children, the same character trait that destroyed her along her path or he his part of life, you know. And oh. you see many people in the society are striving. You see young kids not valuing one another because they think, oh from their parents they learn that oh this person is less than us because they are not perfect maybe because they are not even in in living in our area they can't afford to live in our place or this person is studying in a a very bad school i am in the better school They, they place perfection in everything from childhood because what they didn't just come out and design it children i always say come empty so we feel them in. So they got that from the person or the guardian or the parents, the person, the, the people that are taking care of that very individual. And that child grows up to become a man or a woman that is still pursuing perfection in so many levels that is that are so wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is a yeah, is yeah. a shame reaction. And it can be connected to a personality trait that can even lead to, uh, you know, a disorder. It can still be termed a disorder, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the level of it. Yes, I, I believe so too. I think um, just, I was I was about to, like with what you said, I was about to say something, but I lost it. If I remember later on, I'll, I'll bring it back in. So okay. um, now you also talked about how perfection also uh, yeah yes exactly what i wanted to say was that um you also talked about how you learned like during your life during your work in life and your journey so far you learned along the way that striving for perfection is not or will not bring you um anything i don't know how to put it will not bring you to your desired end exactly you learning about how not being perfect and not being um not winning all the time of how failure also positively impacts your life it allows you to 
give other people the grace yeah. how i like to say is that give other people the grace to fail or give mm-hmm. other people the grace to be imperfect in their own way like exactly. for instance now you maybe um along the way you learned how um sometimes someone might not might not um how will i say like for instance now maybe somebody's angry maybe for you perfection is being able to control your anger and not shouting at the other person so yeah. for you if if somebody that was striving for perfection if you had continued on that road to attaining perfection if somebody was to shout on you most likely you'd be like oh this person is imperfect please i never want to talk to you again but now seeing that you have seen other people as how perfectly imperfect they are you have the ability to understand that even if somebody doesn't react to something as the same way you do you have kind of given them that extra grace to be who they are and to learn so now exactly. that comes to this um council culture thing I, i don't know if you are familiar with it where everything like now if a celebrity is to do something wrong it's cancel cancel this person cancel that one cancel this although there are some positive parts of council culture for you generally how do you especially with your new mindset on um imperfection and how it it allows other people to grow and learn in their own ways how would you relate to the whole cancel culture thing where somebody would just come up and be like oh you you have done this you are canceled oh really they do that the celebrities <laughs> <laughs> they do it a lot of things which is um if for those that are social media um frenzy kind of person if you follow a lot of hollywood trends or maybe all this um yeah all this hollywood trends sort of thing how how do they even call it mainstream yes mainstream trends like twitter when something is happening if you follow that a lot of times you notice that this person like now R Kelly when R Kelly's um allegations of his sexual um, assault came out everybody was like okay cancel his songs nobody should listen to his songs again cancel. so yeah. this is the sort of thing that happens okay and now i understand what you're saying when you talk of the cancel culture i'm really new to that term but i'm i'm, I'm i think i can relate to what your it's the meaning surrounding it because mm-hmm. um yeah that alkenitin was really real hard you know even mm-hmm. personally playing the music that used to be you know legendary for us from childhood it we totally wiped it off our head it's um it's it's in two ways when the person that it's being cancelled or action that is being cancelled out if it requires that that person we pay for what he or she had done because the person continually hurts people and when the person is not stopped it mm-hmm. continues not that somebody made a mistake along the way and that is really truly not what the, who the person is or was mm-hmm. i don't think there is a, a need for canceling the culture you just correct the person wow. because we are imperfectly perfect but when it comes to a kind of character personality trait that brings out an infiltration of the society or a particular section of people or a kind of church or like you say hollywood yeah or musicians and it doesn't really tarry well or, or go well with their norm and ethics i think the person should be stopped for instance when somebody is a pedophile or a rapist I strongly believe the person will really be cancelled out to you especially if they need to be stopped either by putting them away in jail or allowing justice I think justice is the best thing in council culture but when is in a smaller gathering or society mm-hmm. like I remember when I was so small yeah I I grew up in a pentecostal home so we went to this small group church and somebody you will hear oh somebody did bad thing that uh, maybe uh, then it was really a taboo for a young lady to get pregnant then mm-hmm. oh she gets pregnant you know the pastor i still remember that calls out the young man and the young lady 
and give they, they tell them oh you have to start sitting at the back seat they call it back sitting i think it can still relate to this cancel culture that's the only thing coming to my head so they mm-hmm. sit at the back seat this is a form of um, a form of biblical doctrine or they um, imbibed in their belief that they have to really point out an evil doer they don't hate the person but they hate that action so they give oh you have to sit in the back seat whenever you come to this gathering you sit at the back and you do it maybe they say 3 months 6 months depending i don't know how they call but i still remember as a child i witnessed that and that should be cancel culture too right isn't it no not really uh, it's a okay. i feel like cancel culture is more of a permanent thing is of the same um, direction okay. in that uh, what what from at least maybe me i'm even misunderstanding it but yeah. the general cancel culture that i know is more of a drastic thing where they want to permanently yeah. remove that person okay where it's like oh go what you're describing is more of a corrective thing in that um, they'll tell the person okay due to what you have done come okay. and take this consequence it doesn't mean that forever in your life never okay. again ostracism yeah yeah okay i yes. get it yes 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 so mm-hmm. i feel like the cancel culture is more of an expulsion thing and it can be for the slightest thing um but yeah i think so far with our discussion it just it, it's so interesting to see how the cancel culture also relates into perfectionism so now yeah. let's go back to your beginning statement and another thing i got from it was there's still two other things i like us to touch about um okay. you said um about how sometimes we like to be perfect even when it comes to the person that we marry exactly so what is your take on how we like to say oh he is the one or she is the one because i feel that that is also a little bit into perfectionism where we want a person that perfectly fits into our our ideas and maybe we have a list and yeah. then this person was take this and take that and then before we now be like oh he or she is the one how would you how would you say or what would you say about that yes what i would say about that you cannot come into marriage with perfectionism mentality like starting from the beginning choosing a life partner you know exactly what you want really but knowing that nobody is perfect even you that is trying to unite yourself with someone you mm-hmm. have to give grace there is always a grace let's say for instance i wanted a man that uh, you know has a career and then it's um it's without a child the previous relationship did not produce children or i want a, you know somebody perfectly single like i am then i want a god fearing man you know I, specifically i want a christian then i want oh he must go to school he must you know be a, not a businessman or i will want a businessman and then i will act to it and then he must be six foot tall then i will act to it maybe he will also be having maybe two three cars or you mm. know mm-hmm. then all these things in, in the head of that person or in my head seems perfect yeah right. but when you really come to reality of life you will tell yourself that life is not perfect that is where talking about relationship if you see 70 30 60 40 you know what i mean by that percentage like 60% of your idea yeah, of what you want yes yes it means that tells you automatically that you cannot get 100% which is not perfect do you understand it so yeah. You, let's say oh in that aspect i saw him he had he is perfectly single like i am went mm. to school has a good job at least we can eat then then you saw that he's even short that is a red flag for your perfectionist list you understand yes, yes, then, then again on top of that oh my god he's not even living in the city you pictured it mm. oh he's coming from a tribe that you don't even like but every other thing is perfect or he he is um he is uh, you know 
not outspoken you wanted someone that is always speaking and jovi you know jokingly then mm-hmm. you say oh my god this is not among what i want but he he has more than 50% of your risk and the major things are ticked good mm-hmm. you will you now say oh because he's very short or because he came from one place that he himself and you have no ability to choose where to come from you will mm-hmm. now say oh it i'm not going to try or marry or you know you cancel everything you don't even want to know any other aspect of it because that person will not have everything you want and we have even things you didn't think of marking he will have wow. extra that you didn't think so those fillers i call them fillers of of mm-hmm. character those ones you didn't even imagine were important but he still has it you know i call it fillers you can reverage on that and say oh yeah let's let's try and see if it's really what god has for me in life this mm-hmm. is imperfectly perfect if you ask me in marriage yeah wow. but there, there is a drastic or extreme example of oh he is short he is mm-hmm. jobless he smokes and you don't like smoking people but he's so good in love making is that the only thing you want in marriage you know <laughs> yes i understand so it's yes. like yeah i think now this goes into how um i would say the positive aspect of perfection is exactly. that it allows you to at least have a list or at least have a a mindset of what would positively affect you like for instance now somebody that like you said somebody that has a list oh he must go to school he must have a job he must be a career mm-hmm. maybe he knows mm-hmm. how to cook or maybe all of that and yeah. then i feel like when somebody is that's the positive aspect of perfection because it allows you if somebody is not if somebody has no ambition or has no thought of what could fit in their lives or what they deem as perfect they wouldn't even mm. know where to start looking you wouldn't exactly. even know what to look for so you will not end up with anything and it's not that that person you are with is particularly bad but maybe the person doesn't fit into who you could have been or um where you would have been i think this is where a friend of mine calls it purpose partner where okay it is not that um the person you are dating or the person you have married is a bad person in general maybe the person is good character wise but maybe he is into he doesn't have a job yet but you you are a very ambitious person you want to get 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 but he doesn't have that same drive with you um i feel there are some compromises sometimes the thing is that um they always say opposites attract so i think it depends on the person because there are, there are some opposites that don't attract Yeah, so opposite that don't book exactly. out. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. perfection helps us to kind of know who we are, know where mm. we want to go, but then at mm-hmm. the same time perfection doesn't allow us to give grace to new things. I feel mm-hmm. like when you are stuck in one way and you say no, this way is the only way that can work. Yeah. you end up missing a lot of beautiful moments unexpected moments yeah. that is that, exactly the point you mm-hmm. stick to one point and say oh this must that must point deviates mm-hmm. a human being from realizing how life works or mm-hmm. giving life a chance because you cannot be adamant in a point in life we all are moving we are changing change is wow. life So if change is life why can't you change you either change positively or you change negatively nobody stands in a point and keep marking in one step even if you are lying down for a long time you notice that they, they you start having back sore the back wants to get up but you didn't so change occurred in the back so change can occur you understand no matter even if we like it or not just like what you're saying you made a point you made a point that seeing perfection is in in positive aspect of it come to think of it it's true because 
perfectionism is like a, 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 a I will see it as a kind of um, a set a map for us to navigate life through. You understand? The society made it like it's a, a norm or something to attend, a mm -hmm. point to attend. And once you reach there, you continue having another point that leads to another place, which yeah. is endless. But in the positive aspect, it can actually tell you, oh, this is actually how things are done. If you get to finish your first degree, maybe you can either work or you go for your second degree or your master's. You mm. understand? Yeah. It's a, a kind of positive aspect that gives like an architect a, 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 a motive and a goal to build a, a dome or a monument or an art center. And it's epic. You understand? Yeah. That, is, that is the positive I see in it. But when you drive it to that extreme, under it must look like this. When the nature is telling you this place, like an architect I'm talking about, this very place cannot carry a dome. It can only carry two bedroom flat or something. Mm -hmm. And you say, ah, but this is where my mind is. Build it. That thing will fall like hell when the storm comes. You understand? And if it is not in building, it occurs in our head, leading to anxiety, depression, and many, many things that can lead to mental health. You understand? It can compromise somebody's mental health. If you are now driving your perfectionism to an extreme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, it can be positive. It can be two-way, two-way mm -hmm. way discussion. But I think I lean in more on the, I see it. I, I see it more on the negative side, just to keep yes. me in check of uh -huh. what our world is saying. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Wow. Wow. That's lovely. That's really, it, it's, it, this discussion is very sweet, yeah. <laughs> so and it's then really um. Wow. Yeah. This is why I like. I like. Well, this is rather why I created this podcast or why I still like to continue it because yeah. it allows you to see a lot of perspectives and this also entails into perfection because if you think your way is the only way you will not mm -hmm. be able to truly enjoy what life has to offer because exactly. when one person tells you this and when one person tells you that you are able mm -hmm. to see the full picture better than mm -hmm. rather you because one eye one i don't know how to put it one eye cannot see everywhere exactly it's true. Like, if, if there was only one person looking at one direction in this world or maybe one person from there that person's vision was the only thing we were looking at we would all think that this earth was maybe sand or just water <laughs> or something we didn't we wouldn't know that it is round it has space it has stars and i think that's the beautiful thing about talking with other people discussing with other people yes um, yeah so uh, before I, okay let me continue this is the last point um you talked about children and you said um you said that you see children as empty like when they come in into this world they don't have a specific um they don't they don't have um yeah i want to say a specific character but i feel like that's not true because sometimes some kids are different even in the womb you might have a more quieter kid you might have a more energetic kid even inside the womb you can already tell differences with children exactly. but i think what you're trying to say is that they are empty in terms of life experiences and they Definitely. are very yeah. very formative like uh, even inside i think in psychology they call it their formative years where yes. whatever they in the in they take in they mm -hmm. that's their foundation to how they will be in the future so yes in, you're right in that sense um i also see a lot of times online there's a lot of stress when it comes to mothers or when it comes to parents because society will tell you oh you have to breastfeed your child and another person will tell you no don't breastfeed your child or one person will tell you yeah don't let your child take sweets till they are five at all like no sugar another person will tell you no it's fine they can take it run like 
not regularly but once in a while like it's their childhood basically where would you take the experience from them like for instance now i would remember when i would get sweet from my aunties and uncles and that would make me think that they are the favorite my favorite aunties in the world <laughs> if you understand <laughs> so yeah. i think there's also again society's pressure on perfectly raising children and also even on the parents themselves i feel like it is not well talked about but i feel like parents sometimes feel like they are not perfectly raising their children they feel like maybe oh maybe because i i did this today oh it's going to affect them forever or i wish i had known this information now i think my child is going to never be the same again or something yeah parenthood is difficult it's it's quite a school it's another school of nature that mm. once you enter into you constantly judge yourself i i use my myself as example i i think i i just think other parents will feel some ways i feel but mm-hmm. i i really really judge myself every day am i doing the right thing am i the best for them you mm. know but it's uh, for a, a a good course it's not to it's for for producing the best out of them the best version of them you mm-hmm. realize that just like you say they come in with different nature they come in with different characters but they don't know how to display it. they don't really know how to uh, yeah be that nature in a good way they do it the way they their body tells them you mm-hmm. are the person that will tell them no you don't need to push that child you just need to tell them excuse me or i want to pass or help me you mm-hmm. have to you mm-hmm. you don't need to sit down and be crying ah because you cannot <laughs> remove your stockings you have to yeah. tell mommy help me or you say it you you have to ask because their their nature comes in with oh what a world we come into maybe somebody is trying to make us cry or I, i'm just imagining what they are thinking or this place looks strange and they just let it out in shouting and yeah. some of them will not shout but keep moody so you are the person to find out why are you moody what is happening and they tell you oh because i couldn't bring out something from this hole you say mm-hmm. okay let's see if i can help you then with those tomorrow she comes to you and say oh i want something from that hole can you help me mommy you've taught her she came in with that character but you've navigated and directed her a best way better way to you know go about it and that um that influences every other aspect of their lives you know coming to judgmental parents there are so many diff- there is really no um, perfect perfect if i will use it perfect tactics or technique for training children or perfect way of being a perfect parents there is no perfect parents some people will say is a trial and error thing but mm-hmm. me i will say is an intentional thing if you are not intentional then your children will not be intentional they will just just like a wild uh, monstera clan they will grow wild some break off by the side you have to support them you have to give them that intentional support they need at every point in their life starting with their first cry to the way you have to sit in the toilet the way you have to drink water how you have to chew food not like an animal but a human being you have mm-hmm. to be on top of your game intentionally it's a hard work you understand so yeah. for you to do your own part and still judge another parent it shows the level of your accommodability if there is a word like that your level of acceptance because yeah. we all are different the way i train my kids might not go well for somebody else you know yeah, yeah. but I, i i have no right to condemn them that my breast milk flu was so um, full and was enough more than enough for my child over six months doesn't mean other women would be the same we yeah. all have the same shape sizes even is not even about the size because god made it possible that some produce more and some produce less and mm-hmm. god it made it possible that some women in this world cannot even give birth some will you understand 
So mm-hmm. you cannot use what worked for you to condemn the other. Wow. You understand? Except in an extreme case, you see a woman on the road trying to kill their child. But mm-hmm. no mother in a normal sense will be treating their child with the intention of, you know, bad mind, if I must say, unless there is really an underlying uh, problem in the mother or father's life that is never treated, just like mental health or something, a trauma that wasn't treated and is being transferred to a child. So a constant aware um, uh, parents will always ask, what will I do better? The way I treated her, was it the best? Can I do it better the other way? Or maybe this is, maybe I should stick to this one is the best. And then open to learning as well. But we should quit judgment, judgment, judgment. We should equally judge ourselves. I think I believe in judging oneself first. Mm-hmm. It works better, especially when you're putting it in the aspect of perfectionism. <laughs> you ask today, what did I do well today? Oh, I yeah. actually woke oh, up what can by I do I did well. You pat yourself in back and say, oh my God. I set an alarm and I didn't wake up. I didn't even hear the alarm. <laughs> then you judge yourself. Oh, Chioma, you have to do better next time. If not, the boss will leave you and you will not be in class. You know, something like that. Then did I feed them well? You know, I hope the code is coming. I didn't buy their vitamins. Oh, you didn't do well. You just talk to yourself instead of looking at other people and looking for what to judge. You have loads of problems to judge yourself with, you know. And then don't forget to give yourself the grace. When I say grace, to be appreciative to yourself. Be your own self-friend. Make a friend with yourself. Because if you are friend with yourself first, I don't think you can torment yourself to the extent of pers- um, the extreme of perfectionism, you know. You can't drive yourself that far. Self-love stops you when you try that at least in my case wow wow yeah even that like that was that was beautifully said and thankfully i'm really really thankful i called i i'm talking to you about this topic especially with the topic of um first self then society Mm -hmm. then um, marriage then kids because uh you have two beautiful girls and I've, I love them so much and I would oh, say you're a very, very good mom. I would even say you're a good mom to me. Oh my God. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> because like, seriously, I'm, even when I'm talking to uh, Tolu about yeah. whenever we come to your house, Tolu is like, oh my God, we can never go to Chioma's house and we live empty-handed. Like, <laughs> you, you take good care. You, you, I don't know how to put oh. it, but that your caring nature comes into play every single time we meet up with you because you would always be like okay do you have enough water are you all right so i think you're really if a very very good mom um but it's so interesting to see that even you you yourself you you give um i don't know that you still think sometimes that you could do things better oh yeah there is always a room for improvement always (laughs) so i think that is where i would say you show a good balance of perfection and um and i I won't call it uh, let me say perfection and imperfection you show a very good balance of perfection Mm -hmm. and imperfection in that you allow yourself not to fall into complete imperfection but at the same time you know that that hundred percent of perfection is not where it's not attainable but you still don't allow yourself to feel that you are not good enough i don't know like that word self-love that's a very very important thing and i feel like it's a very important aspect to anyone that is trying or is trying to that is trying to be a perfectionist yes and give yourself some grace yes yes that's Mm -hmm. that's a very powerful thing right there Mm -hmm. so how i would even my 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 another way i would say it is that self-love helps someone to be perfect and at the same time allows themselves to be imperfect exactly exactly you're right you first become vulnerable to yourself because before you can even be vulnerable to 
to train a child before you can even be vulnerable to love mm-hmm. another because love is vulnerability if you can wow. be vulnerable in yourself mm-hmm. and look yourself in the mirror and say oh yeah imperfect beautiful being you know then mm-hmm. you can even stand to know no coming to love somebody from a place of self vulnerability you can love somebody knowing mm-hmm. that too they are struggling also with something you understand Mhm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, this is a, this is powerful. Um yeah. so this now even reminds me of the Bible where it says love is perfect. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because I at the Best end of it, yeah. Uh-huh, I think at the end of it like the summation of with what I've seen so far is that true love is the only thing that's perfect. Every exactly. other thing is dynamic. It's changing. It's 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 imperfectly perfect. But exactly. when you have true love first for your for for yourself and for I think first how would I, how would I I would describe it as true love is in front. And I feel like okay um, to those that are not that are non-religious here and um, I'm sorry but I'm <laughs> yeah. very I'm I'm a Christian and I believe in God, um, God the mm-hmm. Father, God the Son, God um, the Spirit, and I know mm-hmm. you also believe in that. So for me, how mm-hmm. I believe in that is that it, you first gain true love from God. Exactly. And then, so the line is God, yeah. and He feeds into your true love, yeah. and he, then from there you're able to take that true love and feed it to yourself. And yes. once you are self-aware, you love yourself and you are vulnerable to yourself, like you said, you have the ability to share that true love to your community, to the person yes. you are married to, to your children, to your friends, to your family, to literally yes. everyone and anyone around you. Yeah. And I would say that that is, that is perfection. Now, that is, is what yeah. I would call you. you. We can even settle you. with that and be happy. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. right. You are totally right because, yeah, you have to really, really come out from that zone of oh, I must be perfect because so many young ladies and young men. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I speak with them. What is keeping you? Is it especially men? I I say because mm-hmm. you have not found a woman or what is making you not to marry? Is it money? You have a good job because I know them to talk. So you must be in a certain level of relationship to ask somebody such a personal question you have everything what is then there they are complaining oh that um he doesn't know if somebody will like him yeah. I said, really? yeah. then it means you don't like you you have mm-hmm. to like you i know you like you i say but you have not come to that 100% liking for you because if you are okay with that messy situation in your life that is out of your control but you are on top of your game realizing mm-hmm. it then somebody can come into that zone with you and you will live happy even in that mess and guess what over time with love and affection that mess will not even look like a mess it will look like a beautiful sky you tell story about and laugh you understand so yeah. it Holding yeah. so many young men and women from you know uniting and finding their soulmate because mm-hmm. they come in with one leg. It's not that they are not they are keeping relationships, but one leg is outside because they are not really sure if they can really go into with two legs and make it. They are not sure of themselves first. So that is where relationship will never never work, no matter what they do. Yeah. And as a woman or a man, you need to be aware as well. You need to be on the know, aware of yourself, so that when somebody is not fully into something, you cannot force it. You cannot. You 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 need to have a, is enough moment and step out, so that you make rooms for other people for the perfect person or imperfectly perfect person that is waiting on the line. You know, because it's all connected. A filled space is filled, and there is no room for another unless there is a something is emptied to allow the the better version to come in. You know, so that is one thing I realized because some people 
they linger in the point of i am not perfect oh mm. but i have this but they, they are not crossing over you are not perfect you know that have you accepted it did you make peace with it then mm. move forward move to the next level why are you marking time in your imperfection you understand and then yeah. the other extreme people run wild with oh i'm perfect and they employ ego they carry it like a handbag and insult mm-hmm. people and become mm-hmm. so yeah. arrogant <laughs> yeah. yes, and yes, then yes, yes. every woman or young man and say he or he is not my type they keep moving with their full load of ego and perfectionism mm-hmm. yeah so life is interesting oh. Life is interesting and we meet different interesting <laughs> yes, people. Exactly. <laughs> we go through all the <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so so much. Thank you so much for today. Thank um, you. Sir. Yeah. Do you have any closing statements? Anything you'd like to close us with? Oh yeah, I I would like uh, all of us to know that each day it's a good day to be alive and what what doesn't work today will work tomorrow and if it never comes mm-hmm. you are still you nothing changed the only thing that changes is your mentality your mentality is what changes and makes you to enjoy life more so invest in your mentality invest in what works not what keeps you marking uh, marking match what do you say what keeps you at a point you know without moving forward just keep keep experiencing life living life and i wish you all, all the best and always know that imperfection is still beautiful wow. thank you yeah oh you guys please give a round of applause <laughs> a huge round of applause to chioma engineer chioma kafo thank you so so very very much for joining thank me you. Today. thank you today Dave. was absolutely yeah. beautiful I personally learned a lot of things. I learned um yeah, and that's the whole point of life to keep learning, to keep talking, keep uh, knowing other people, knowing other experiences. Yeah. And um to everyone that listened to this, I hope this blessed you as much as it did for uh, as it did me. And stay tuned for future podcast with Chioma by God's grace. Yeah. <laughs> And I think you also have plans to starting your own, right? Yes, I'm really you are actually you don't even know how I'm encouraged. You are serious encouragement to me. God is speaking to you. God is using you to impact my life because I've tried so much to subdue myself, but this is time. It's 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 like a cup that is covered. I'm going to bust out with my own podcast and Ooh. it is a mission and it's a call if I must say that you know i keep asking myself am i enough that imperfection is mm-hmm. in that level but i'm not giving into it because i've really really targeted oh i'm going to do it and it's coming soon <laughs> thank you for your encouragement you were you're very very welcome so you guys you've heard it here first i gave you exclusive insights it's a new beautiful podcast coming up soon when it drops for sure i'll share it on instagram on whatsapp um those Thank are the two major social medias i share my stuff on um but yeah thank you so much once again thank you to everyone listening have a very lovely day stay yeah, safe and stay, stay safe bye bye